0: I was thinking that you had told me earlier there's something super special about this podcast.
1: That o- other some... than
0: I'm back on it,
1: <laughs> that that does make it super I know, special. It makes
0: it really special.
1: Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity. Featuring my wife, Lacey, and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy.
0: What have you had, like 300 interviews without me?
1: I have. uh, I've been... (laughs) I've interviewed quite a a number of people.
0: We were having such a season of every time we would get ready to record, some kind of tragedy or event would happen where I couldn't come record. If you remember a while back, we had to rush Liddy to the emergency room, which she's doing good. Um, It turned out to just be a um, complicated migraine. But things like that would... What would happen. I can't remember what happened the next week like the sound equipment wouldn't work for hours and and you know so on and so forth, so forth. but um yeah, so here I am and you you would had, you had told me you specifically wanted me for this episode because uh I think this is our 50th. Our 50th. If I did the uh if you did the math right. It didn't even require math.
1: <laughs> it was just literally counting.
0: <laughs> I mean, counting's technically math.
1: <laughs> I used all of my fingers and toes multiple times.
0: Okay, that joke. I mean, it's still no. funny, and 17, <laughs> 17 years later. That's right. Keeps
1: wow, funnier. okay, hold on, hold on. There's multiple things happening. First of all, this is our 50th episode. Mm-hmm. Last one of the year, by the way. Okay. I'm very excited about that, taking a break. Um, also, we celebrated our 17th anniversary.
0: Last month, yes.
1: And I am currently celebrating my 28th birthday.
0: 28, really? That's what you're going with? 38. Nice.
1: Did I say 28? <laughs> <You>
0: totally did. Oh. <laughs> well, I I think that brings up our our subject I kind of want to talk about.
1: How does that bring up our it subject? It
0: does. It does. <laughs> not your inability to remember how old you are. <laughs> but kind of how old we are.
1: Yeah, we are old. We're older.
0: Yeah. We're not old. We're, we are We are Adults, we're like, like not just new adults or finding our feet. Adults, like we're considered adult adults. So you know, pretty firm.
1: Adults. I was, I've been interviewing Kalena. Yes. Um, and the running—that's like one of the things we keep bringing up—is how young she is. Yeah, she and, was in
0: our um. She was not at the church we were we were working at a, years ago. She was like a little kid in the ele- elementary school.
1: No, I know, but it's like, just like I
0: think she was things eight that when we met her.
1: Yeah, things that we things <laughs> that we're like. I'm like, oh yeah, how about this? And she's like, I don't.
0: Well, I, don't know. I want to talk about that because we are what you would consider, you know. And I fought against this generational uh, label for a while, but we are what you would consider. Older millennials, nope. based on where stop, based <laughs> on where you put the um, the cutoff. So some put it at like seventy nine, some put them at eighty or eighty two. But we're white. Nathan's year he was born was eighty three, mm-hmm. and then I was born in eighty two. So we are we are technically older millennials. We are not considered Gen. We're not considered Xers. Why? I because, thought we were. No, because they're more. They were teen. They were older teens in the like nirvana period that's how i that's how i classify really? that whole gen x thing yeah 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 okay i guess i
1: didn't yeah I, I i thought we were generation x
0: no that would be more uh that's when you were late. teens during that time yeah yeah
1: okay i guess i would not have never thought of that
0: yeah i mean we're on the edge there i mean people fight with it mostly people that like me that don't want that millennial term but we are considered older millennials but what i want to say with that is there's something really interesting that we all kind of like to talk about commiserate over is that we (laughs) we're like the the generation that had really a childhood without technology most of us unless you were unless you were pretty well off like those days, you didn't have tech unless you were pretty well off. I mean, my neighbor had a trampoline, and we considered that like tech from the future. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, See, I'm not even being funny here. But um, I, I remember I was in high school. I was in ninth grade. And my mom was still having me use – and, you know, we were behind. We were behind even your average Joe here. But my mom was still having me use a typewriter with whiteout to do my reports on. Oh, yeah. Did you have yeah. to do that?
1: So I remember pl- – I think I was playing with my mom's typewriter. It was a mechanical one, though.
0: But you didn't have to use it. An electric it. one, I mean. You didn't have to use it, like, for for. Reels. I
1: mean, I'll be honest, like – because I had com- used... The computer came around right around the time I started to do, re-
0: like, okay, so written you're, reports. You're Mine were all hand... younger than yeah. me. So, Mine okay, were all so handwritten. Remind me. I mean, to remind you, I'm two years older than you, and then mm-hmm. we're... Both our families probably were a little bit behind the curve with the technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just with our economic situations. <laughs> situations. So... Um, Situation. So, anyway, I had... I remember doing reports on this typewriter that I had to use Whiteout on, and... I was over the moon excited when my mom bought me a uh, word processor. Do you remember mm-hmm. those? Mm-hmm. So what a, I, didn't, I didn't have one. Okay. So what a word processor yeah. would do is it was basically a typewriter, but before it typed out the, the um, text, it had a line. I don't know how many characters, probably like 144, like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a line of text that you could type into a screen. Twitter's at
1: two
0: eighty now. Oh wow! I'm I you know I'm not on Twitter, but um, <laughs> you could type it onto the screen and then you make make any corrections. Like you could add your period, you could capitalize. So if you noticed it, so then you won't have to like take it out of the typewriter or move up the thing and then put the white out and then retype it on. I mean right. it was a it was an ordeal, but you so you could correct it as you were typing it, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Ever. And I had that word processor for a few years until we even got our first, um, our first computer, our very first mm-hmm. computer, which I think had um, Windows uh, 98. Was it 98? Because that was like the your first family. Big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first big like operating system that everybody yep. loved. Well, actually, I take that back. We were given this old computer that had the, um, you know, the square scale the square screen that was like a suitcase mm-hmm. it was yes. like really long and really short i mean yeah. maybe six inches high and it was probably like two feet like was it the first apple one no it was not apple are you kidding me no no that's what i couldn't I, no, it I ran know what, when you're DOS because yeah. we had to write in we had to type yeah. in the dos code because it didn't have a um it didn't have an operating system at that time right that was before so that that was an older computer but somebody given for us to play on it had floppy disks.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember that yeah. yeah
0: yeah okay so then we got this real high-tech one that had Windows 98 and it was just incredible because it had it had word right so now it wasn't just like one line of text I could correct <laughs> it was the entire report right and so this was just revolutionary right but the main problem with this and you, um, older millennials, you will definitely be able to resonate with this: is that you had to often hit Control S, like you had to do it so much because you could, in one swoop, lose everything—like hours and hours of work, right? Like, have you ever? Did you ever lose a paper that way?
1: No, because you never did. No, because I got into oh my even gosh. nowadays, though, baby. No, you think I about do it. it
0: no, yeah. even on internet programs like Google Docs, where it saves it automatically, or even now, our Word mm-hmm. saves it automatically. I still do Control S constantly.
1: Yeah, Control S, (laughs)
0: Control
1: Like you'll be typing (laughs) a a psycho, (laughs) right? You'll type a sentence and be like
0: (laughs) Control S, Control S, S. Control S. Yeah, Control S. But that was born in me because I lost so many things. And the thing about me is I was such a bad procrastinator, so bad. So it wouldn't be like where oh yeah I have plenty of time to rewrite this paper it'd be like, in the middle of the night the morning before it was due, like, or right. we were doing um we also would do these I was homeschooled right but I took classes outside of the house so I did have things that were due but also like my mom would be I remember very specifically my mom was throwing this big I don't know showcase I guess for friends and family for them right. to come over and see <laughs> our stuff for the year and I was so supposed funny. to have this report done and they were, I, I think they were, like, an hour out, and I still didn't have my report done, and I lost it all.
1: <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah,
0: okay. Here's my very educated daughter.
1: <laughs> I got another. And
0: here's her report. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway. Um,
1: I'm, like, trying to hurry up as you're telling your story. I'm trying to hurry up and, and read uh, the article you Oh, sent don't me. read the article.
0: It's okay. Oh, we'll just okay. Talk about that. I'd rather you focus on me, because then I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. The other the other thing that I thought was so funny, because I was thinking about old tech in like in our growing up years, like just kind of realizing, you know, we we started with I mean, tech is older than us. Like people had computers, obviously. Oh, yeah. Before that time. But I think it's when that was really popular. A lot. Pro, I can't talk today.
1: Popularized.
0: Yes um into the general public like right. where it become became really accessible at right. that time and so um you know you just you had a family computer and uh you were used to different things like you were used to dial up you were used to just waiting you were used to i remember going through the entire process of like shutting everything down very methodically because <laughs> you were terrified <laughs> of like yep. i remember be someone had warned us that we would like break her computer if it wasn't Shut Shut down down properly. So still to this day, it's like don't shut down. But anyway, so we grew (laughs) up in this era where we're learning how you know normal consumers are are just letting tech become part of their normal lives. And even when cell phones first came out, my uh, my mom was the first one to have a cell phone. My dad bought it for it was like one of those Nikias, you know, the unbreakable Mm, Nikias. But to to get to the functions, you had to. It was a maze. To get to, do you remember going through all the functions to oh, get to all the things and yeah. and one of the main um, things that was important to find was silent, like turning your phone on silent. It wasn't simple.
1: No, there wasn't so, like a quick button.
0: Yeah, so she, I would think I was like 17, and she made me take my take her phone to this. Um, I was going to, I was in Michigan, so I was going to Detroit, which is always you know scary for parents, but um, <laughs> to see this. Christmas play. And um it was in this auditorium and she sent me with her phone and I had no idea how to turn it off. And then she, she, her or somebody else proceeded to call me all throughout the play.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: But I didn't know how to turn it off and I didn't want to like I didn't want to draw attention to myself that it was my phone, so I just kind of like kept pretending like I didn't hear it.
1: It's you. <laughs> it's people like you as I'm teaching. I'm like, "Hey, no.
0: Unfair. We're gonna. No,
1: it's not unfair. It's turn it off. like
0: this was twenty one years ago. This was a while ago.
1: That would have been the first feature I found.
0: Maybe even longer than that. Like I when
1: I. No, honestly, when I. But no,
0: but I mean, I wasn't. You're not giving. You are giving yourself so much credit as someone who has spent the last, you know, twenty five years, messing around with tech. Like when you've never used a phone, and someone hands it to you and says, "Here." take this you're like okay like you're not playing on your mom's phone back then like there wasn't games there wasn't you you yeah. just kind of take it because your mother wants to get a hold of you and you don't know how it works because it wasn't mine at the time right and I, I think some people are gonna relate to that some people like i had somebody who wasn't that much younger than me maybe five or six years talk about well didn't you have like a phone in high school and i'm like no this was there is a vast difference of just a few years there of like
1: mm-hmm.
0: Being comfortable so, on okay. technology. So, a
1: great example of this. You're two years older than me. And I remember, I think it was... Almost two. 9, 10-ish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. When I was in ninth or 10th grade, I had a cell phone. Now, it was one of those, like, track phones. Like, really simple. I actually had a pager in junior high.
0: Yeah, just because of your hospital stuff.
1: But, yeah. No, The <laughs> I did have a phone, but it was, like I said, one of those one of those track phones where you could only use, like, 30 minutes a month yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. So it was only for emergencies. But um. But even, those... even the difference between, like, yeah, you and me during that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm guessing you probably had the pager in case you needed, like, medical.
1: The pager was for, so I would get, oh, man. I would get picked up uh to do mid-afternoon therapies. And so yeah. a, a medical van you. would have to come, and so they would Drama. page me.
0: Yeah. Do you remember those phones? where they uh, what were they called? The ones that had the walkie-talkie feature? They were the most annoying. Nextels. Nextels. Oh, do you remember all these people having Nextels and thinking like it was no <coughs> big deal to be like just out in public letting these
1: you know what's... loud,
0: loud walkie-talkie <coughs> talkie sounds happen all the time. You know what's
1: funny though is I have where did you have a Nextel? No, no, uh, no. We had a friend who did John. He had a Nextel, but uh, all my construction friends are like, man, I wish I could have a phone like that again.
0: They're terrible. No, fine, I hate but them. Like,
1: like all my construction friends are like, I don't, care. Like, oh, I don't yeah. have
0: construction friends. I mean, I'm sure if you know me and you're in construction, don't take that personally, but I mean, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> They're so annoying. It's kind of like those people that walk around with their phone on speaker, just talking like, no, you know what's,
1: you know, what's worse than that? I'll take that any day over someone, someone walking by you going, Hey. What's up? And then you like you quick turn around like oh hey and they're they're like oh like, they have with a the bl- oh like the
0: Bluetooth. Those are. St- well, I think we've all kind dumb. of like had enough embarrassing moments personally that we figured that out. It. <clears throat> I hate it when, you're just like enjoying some time by yourself and someone's next to you just yucking it up on speaker with somebody, and. It's just really, an, it's annoying. I don't,
1: me. that doesn't bother me. Oh, it
0: reminds me of the Next tell so much. Okay. So, so much. But anyway, so um, yeah, so these, these technological experiences, <laughs> I, I want, that is our subject for today. Technology? Is kind of. I, I guess more than technology, <clears> it <throat> is access. Mm. Like access to information and people mm-hmm. and um, is... Well, I mean, we kind of know it's overwhelming us, but in what ways is it overwhelming us? Is it positive? Is it negative? Or how are we, (laughs) how are we personally responding to it? Spoiler alert, negative. (laughs) Okay. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, but basically information overload. Yeah. Um, So I want, I have a question. I have some questions for you. Yes. Okay. So what are the reasons besides work? Mm -hmm. So this is not to do with anything that you have to get done okay for for, for you know our for Cultivate mm-hmm. what are the reasons you go online
1: oh man um, so one specific reason is if I go to the gym I will I wait to go to the gym for a specific uh, show that I watch and so honestly
0: but for it to be down like a new episode
1: no, it's, it's giving streaming. me. I know, but it's it gives me. Uh, I can only watch it when I go.
0: But you said so I helps. wait to go to the gym. That doesn't make sense.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I wait to watch it for when I go I to the see. gym. Yeah, sorry. Um, honestly, that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would.
1: Yeah, I would okay. say like watching shows.
0: Yeah, he yeah. also watches shows at home. Yeah. don't act like he only watches it.
1: Yeah, no, but that would be <laughs> literally the only. Liar. <laughs> no, I know. I just admitted <laughs> I'm I did.
0: Calling you. No, I just
1: admitted I did. <laughs> I
0: Live with you. Um.
1: That and I haven't been to the gym in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, okay, so I so that's the
0: only reason would, you go online. Man,
1: I'll be honest. I mean, outside of the, oh, I want to know that piece of information, like, but real yeah, quick, like,
0: what kind of information? Random. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Stupid random So
0: you go things. online for shows, and you go online to look up random facts.
1: That would literally be it. I mean, I honestly, unless you have seen me do something else. Because you, ever... you said outside of work. And so,
0: Okay, so you also watch, you like watching like YouTube channels. Don't lie about it. No, 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 I do. Okay.
1: <laughs> I No, the, the reason, confused. no, the reason is over the last, I would say two months, even that I, I've tapered because I've gone over to like watching stuff on Rumble and they don't have as much of a, um.
0: But I didn't say YouTube. I said streaming shows. Mm-hmm. It was very specific
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. as not to waste your time. All no, right.
1: but I, no, that's what I'm saying is even YouTube I've tapered, not, so I, it's, I'm not on that one as much. Like I said, it's pure shows You're so on Amazon Prime. Because
0: I did not, I know you have an issue with YouTube, but I did not say YouTube. I said watching yeah. streaming shows.
1: Yeah, which, okay, streaming shows.
0: What are you getting at? I just, I felt like you were being unfair in saying, well, no, I don't watch streaming shows, but I watch Rumble.
1: No, 100% I watch streaming shows.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm almost done with you on this question. Um, Thank you. Okay, here are my here are my answers. You want to know my answers? Yeah, sure. Okay,
1: but you, hold on. You're a researcher, so yeah. you're online all the time. I'm
0: on, like, I really, I really love being online. <laughs> okay, so the random fact thing is, it's really a problem. Like I love having the access to look up everything. Like, what does this profession make? you know in general like what's their salary what do they do you know like how how is glass made like random stuff i love looking up all the time
1: nobody nobody cares oh my gosh it's
0: so fun that's what nobody
1: but you cares about there's so
0: many people that do that stuff (laughs) okay Okay. um okay so here's the reason i get bored sometimes you know when you're just bored and you don't you have like i don't know five minutes you can't get anything productive done and so then you just spend 20 minutes like just doing stuff online Mm -hmm. that's that's not a good reason, but that is a reason. I'm being completely mm-hmm. honest. Um, I was completely honest. No, you were being very, uh, what's the right word? You had an agenda behind your answers.
1: No, no, no. I didn't. I genuinely didn't. No, I, don't look at me like okay. that. I...
0: Okay. Um, or another reason is because I want to be distracted because I'm procrastinating something. Yeah. I do that. That's real bad. That's you notice how earlier I talked about me procrastinating as a kid and mm-hmm. still not completely taken care of. Um at all. I want and here's another reason I've been thinking about I want <laughs> low commitment interaction. Like I inter I want to interact with people, mm-hmm. but not really. You know, like do you know what I mean by that? Like you wanna so you funny. wanna you wanna feel like you're engaged with someone without any commitment it's the weirdest thing isn't
1: that like what social media would be
0: yeah 100 percent. so you can listen to people like about people's days or watch their stories but you're not actually having a conversation with them so right you don't have to think about it right anyway i was i was actually wondering like i was thinking through that like why is it that it's so attractive to me that's one of the reasons um one of them is you want your voice heard or valued, which I don't do this anymore, but just putting things online, you know, oh, social okay. media, like yeah. putting yeah. a thought or a funny joke. I love putting funny jokes or things the kids have said online. You,
1: well, I was going to say you and I really like enjoy doing that is doing I'm more visual. So you'll do more like written content and I like posting pictures.
0: Yeah, like yeah. lately, I mean, I don't really do social media anymore, but I've been interacting with my fa- my family has a Facebook group yeah. because they're they're they all live far away from me, and it's just been kind of fun to troll them lately because we've been having really good weather and they've been having just blizzards, so it's stuff like that, right? Like you wanna you wanna yeah interact, you wanna your voice to be heard, you wanna pipe into the conversation. Um, that can be also. I mean, we've all. Known people that have piped in where we've not wanted to them, hear them, <laughs> but, um, uh, okay. Tired. I notice when I'm tired, I get, love to get online. What is hmm.
1: that? I, so that's when I check my news.
0: Yeah. yeah no oh, news. News. I'm a bad news addict. That's the other thing I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get that out of control. I actually deleted my news app, but you can't actually delete it. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but you still can't. Like, I have it turned off, so I don't have access to it. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so <clears throat> tired. when I get tired, I'll just, like, I'll fall. I'll, like, go to bed, and then I'll just play around on, like, looking stuff up or whatever. <laughs> um, Shopping and reviews, that's a huge one.
1: Oh, see, I don't, well.
0: Well, you don't have to do any of the family purchasing.
1: Oh, you mean, like, like, uh grocery shopping not like special oh, no, i don't
0: buy groceries but if i not come I buy groceries online but um if like okay we need a new you know uh let's just say amount for the television for the wall right? right like i'm and this is part of my research thing oh that's Ouch. cute I, my, that's you. It hurts. <laughs> like i'll go online and i'll research what is the best one. What's right. The best People do that. That's really normal.
1: No, that I get. Yeah.
0: Okay. I but don't. That's the reason to go online.
1: Right. I don't. I I uh, don't look at. I look at what looks cool, and has good like stars. I don't actually read reviews. Okay.
0: So there is a reason why I do most of purchasing. Oh, I don't disagree. House. Nathan doesn't really put much into it. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> oh, and then to sell things. <laughs> I love selling things online
1: oh my goodness okay right now if any of you are looking for two short wicker uh (laughs) chairs you're
0: totally not even describing them they are scandinavian mid-century modern um
1: woven
0: they're not wicker they are not wicker do not listen to him they have like a jute woven seat in them they are not wicker
1: thick blades of grass oh my wrapped around sticks
0: anyway I enjoy selling things online. (laughs) So that's another reason to go online. Um,
1: My workshop is the casualty of her uh, online selling. Because I have so many things in there.
0: Okay, so had you ever, (laughs) do you ever get distracted when you're, um, okay, so I, I find this to be. You're gonna act like you've never done it before, but you pick up your phone to check the time, and then you end up on Facebook for 20 minutes, like back in the day. When back in the
1: day, 100. percent Mine okay. would be Instagram, though. Like or I said, email I'm, I like... or email. Um, no, like I said, I'm more picture. So for me, I really got into Instagram. That was my favorite.
0: Okay, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I I was just the other day I was thinking about why is it that we do that? Why do we? pick up our phone to look at the time forget even to look at the time i have in the past i kid you not i have picked up my phone to look at the time and had to do it again like several times because i keep forgetting to actually look <laughs> at the time because yeah. i get distracted with all these other whatever things. Is on it. Yeah. right like so why do we do why do you think we do that why do you think people do that
1: why do i think part of it is because we've had phones long enough that's what you would actually do and watches are less and less. Out. Well, then now there's like smartwatches. No, but... I'm not
0: talking about checking the time. I'm not no, like no, no, why no, no. do you check your time anymore?
1: No, yeah, no, hold on, I'm building.
0: <laughs> it sounded like you didn't understand the question. No, it's so... because we used to wear watches on our wrists, <laughs> and now we have the time on our telephones.
1: <laughs> I hate sitting on the couch. Um. Okay. Because, okay, we would use a phone, check time. Well, then as smartphones have developed, you pick it up and you're like, oh, okay. And I think it's just habit, out of habit, that's been created over years of having access to smartphones. So at first, you would pick up a phone, especially like a flip one or whatever. Okay, that's the time. If you didn't wear watches, well, then as smartphones developed, you're like, oh, oh, oh. You know, when you start, like, scrolling. That's what I'm saying is learned behavior. I think that's why.
0: Yeah, because you're so used to, like, flipping up your screen. To that's or, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really funny because my one-year-old nephew, our one-year-old nephew, he, even though he doesn't know how to use a phone, he knows how to thumb up <laughs> to make it move. Mm-hmm. And he's always, like, if you're holding him when you have your phone, he's always trying to make the screen move, and he knows how to thumb up already.
1: Do you remember when we were in, I think it was Ireland, and there was a big screen that Lydia walked up to and she tried to swipe it.
0: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me.
1: Do you Because we had an iPad at the time, but then it was like this big advertisement that was in the shape of an iPad. And so she goes, <laughs> puts her, you know, hand on the so glass and, and like tries to swipe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website, CultivateRelationships.com. Our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with God and others. Uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear. We've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationships relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos and all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you if you would like to become a partner please visit cultivaterelationships.com support now i hope you enjoy the rest of this episode
0: this is so embarrassing if somebody hands you their phone to look at something on facebook and you auto try to swipe up on their feed or Instagram or any of those sites, you know, when you auto yeah. try to start looking, you know, because of that uh, behavior. That's mine. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you please not? Or if you're sitting next to someone and their phone, uh, you know, you immediately start reading the text because you're just so, I don't know, like that conditioning is such a big yeah, part of the wiring of our brain now. And I think about that for us who weren't, you know, who are kind of older when we started experiencing that i mean even the tech we had when we were younger was pretty basic yeah um because i mean the first iphone didn't come out what was it mid 2000s
1: it wasn't it when you and i were in bible school i don't know or was it it late later
0: later i think it was like 2005 ish yeah but anyway um so so even that that modern concept of swiping and all of that is just so um it's a learn for us but for some of these kids it's so instinctual just that whole concept of this tech being in their lives and nathan and i i actually was reading this article 2007 january oh okay yeah okay so um i was reading this article I think it was yesterday or the day before about young kids we're talking preteens early teens who have access to smartphones and you know this information was just um a, a lot of it was released which we've kind of known for a while but publicly released by Instagram and all of them about how mm-hmm. it impacts specifically young girls and So reading this article, this mom was talking about how her 14-year-old was so obsessed with her phone that she would literally just crawl into her bed and lay in the fetal position crying if no one commented or texted her back because she needed that interaction so badly. Like, she'd become so addicted to it. And everybody, nowadays, their life is so... um, intertwined i think what you're talking about with the habitual being online all the time and also mentally trying to be engaged in um like i was talking about with you wanting that uh non-commitment relationship kind of that non-commitment interaction mm-hmm. like we're so engaging our, our brains in that way right and it's creating in these teens um obsessive like behavior yeah where they don't they don't know how to live without it. Like, they've never lived in a world without it, so they don't know how.
1: Well, even beyond that, do you remember when, was it a few, like, a month or so ago, uh, was it Facebook went down? Mm. And so businesses that didn't have websites, they were all, yeah like, social media driven, Well, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. See, that's crazy to me to only be on social media and not have a landing page.
0: I get it, though, because if you're somebody who doesn't have any tech skills and it's really easy just to make a Facebook site or if your entire business is being sold on, like, um, Instagram, like, people's entire business sometimes is on Instagram, those little shops and stuff. Yeah,
1: but it's connected to, like, something like Shopify and, like, even that.
0: I don't know. But I...
1: It like to me it doesn't make sense to have all because your eggs in one basket. I
0: know, but I don't think people realize that's what that was until that happened.
1: I still don't think like, they understand. Like I think understand. that connection like yeah.
0: This is just one avenue where I should have multiple. And I and I think the lesson was taught and Maybe. people lost quite a bit of revenue on that day. Yeah. But um so yeah, so we're reading this article and which is really I'm paying attention to that because we we have an 11-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old daughter. Uh, I mean, she'll be 14 in March, and yeah. we are very much anti-smartphones um, for them. We have a um, like a really old iPad mm-hmm. that they can call out from, or
1: nearly do, obsolete. Like,
0: yeah, they can call us from <laughs> if we're away, but um, the the idea of them having access to just text their friends whenever they want. <laughs> They can on my phone, but it's all monitored through me. And even the, the the short amount of time they do get access, and they don't have social media sites, but the no. short amount of time they do get access to even texting, they come become kind of psychos about oh, it. Oh yeah,
1: and well, and our one daughter will be like, did she did she text me back? Did yeah, she text me con- back constantly?
0: Yeah. Um, and but it's like something that it's a real uh, discussion we're having to have, uh, outweighing the benefits versus the yeah. Um, what are they called pros and cons pros pros and cons and, what is that um uh,
1: that was jim jimmy uh felon pros and uh, cons yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Cons. um so sometimes i wonder if something like that pops into my head and the the like the source is going to be inappropriate i'll be so embarrassed like oh no <laughs> be like, be
1: like hey what was that from
0: nope yeah abandon, exactly abandon. exactly vanished <laughs> ship so um yeah weighing that out you know yeah. and i've explained to my kids some some kids have phones because they you know they have families that um they're going to their mom's house they're going to their dad's house you know they yeah. need to be getting access or whatever it is like they each family has to make their own decision but i think what we're starting to really evaluate now is more than just is this convenient or is this helpful is is this mentally safe yeah what are how are we wiring our brains? And I think that our generation in particular has a unique voice in that because we can be real with ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we can look at our, you know, that whole, um, you know, part in your phone that's, that gives you the breakdown <laughs> yeah. of the how the much time. you've been on your screen. Yeah. yeah, the screen time is really... If we're really honest with ourselves, we're like, wow, I need to... I need to be better about that. And not just I need to not be on my phone, but asking ourselves why we are so much, why we are so much like when we have a a spare moment in a waiting room or when we're sitting at a restaurant and someone goes to the bathroom, why do we feel the need to engage with our phone? Hmm.
1: And why,
0: why is that? And, um, and I think that that is more the key to figuring out how our brains are con- connected to tech- technology so we can help our kids more than saying, I need to do this less.
1: I think, uh, so I know for myself, and this is one of the reasons, and I said it on here before, but, you know, f- that feeling of importance, you know, whether it's texting, whether it's Facebook, a message, Instagram, a, a DM, whatever. For me, it was feeling important and so even with our um you know things that we would post i would just simply the reason i would constantly check it is to see did anyone else like it right did anyone else you know
0: which kind of we decided to take cultivate off of social media um active social media we still have placeholders but to really engage in that um that field like a field's the wrong word but um market yeah I guess virtual uh, community was a year ago
1: October last October
0: yeah mm-hmm. and I, I want you to talk about that like why why you felt like we should do that
1: so it started with the launch of unlove um, I was ramping up a you know promotion for a book that we were publishing and so I was like, ooh, good, social media, fast and easy way to promote something, right? <laughs> um, and then very exp- uh, explicitly, very obviously God was like, no, I don't want you to go on social media. Or I don't want you to do that. I want you to take 30 days off. Um, and so it started with 30 days. And then after that, like the whole thing for me... Um, And I would maybe throw a few hints toward you, towards your way, but I know specifically it was for me because I was so obsessed with analytics. I was so obsessed with our ministries failing. Look at all these other ministries that have so many more followers and likes. And so it was one of those, I knew what God was calling us to do. And I was getting discouraged from doing that because this other virtual community I viewed as more important more people more you know engagement so for me it was like my own (laughs) kind of cliche mental health but also listening to God and trusting what he was saying and then there came a point in that within a few months of where I told Lace I'm like hey I don't think we're supposed to do our life videos anymore you know the the ones we would post on on youtube and uh and that one was just it it, the majority of decisions i make i only have feelings like i really feel like we got to stop doing this and then um and yeah and then with that you know our girls were getting obsessed with these other youtube families and stuff and
0: they were really, they were really bad for a season there.
1: So, you know, part of it may have been influenced from that. I know, I know specifically part of it was God just simply saying, you guys need to stop doing those. Um, and so it, it, I won't say like we went cold turkey, like overnight, there was these kind of levels that we started pulling back, pulling back and focusing more on our email and our own website for posting things.
0: Right. Right. And then this podcast. Is right. more, this podcast is more of our social media. It's our current engagement right. with people more than a teaching or yeah, anything that we're producing that way. It's, it's, a sh- it's breezy. It's breezy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, back <laughs> to what you were saying about the girls getting obsessed with YouTube. You know, I was looking at it for a while. They're like, well, I watched TV when I was little and this is just a new TV. And it's not like they had free access to YouTube. I mean, I was i was trying to monitor who they were following Mm -hmm. um more than
1: honestly more than the content here's what was interesting more than the content of these families that they would follow it was the obsession that they were building with someone they had never met
0: is that what got got it for you
1: that's what got it for me i'm like you have no idea who these people are you genuinely have no idea and do you remember when we drove through was it memphis or nashville Ari's like
0: this one family lives here
1: yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like,
0: it was a tick tac toy, toy. Yeah, I'm like, people. you
1: don't even know them.
0: I know she was really hoping to see him like standing on the street yeah. corner, but I guess I was looking at it as it's this. Well, it's... I was obsessed with JTT, like Jonathan Taylor <clears throat> Thomas, when yeah, I was... but you
1: don't follow him every day. No, but
0: I used to get those like uh, Teen Beat magazines. Sure, you know, well, I didn't get them. I would once in a while, like one of my rich friends would have one, you know, like, and you could. To like but what I'm saying is, the library. Remember, we could get uh, you can still get magazines from the library, but back then we actually used to check them out.
1: No, do you? But like with that, what maybe once a month you would get a new magazine.
0: I wouldn't get them. I told you that.
1: Sorry, you would have access to a new <laughs> magazine. With our girls with these no no people. it was constant
0: it was constant and with yeah. that I kept finding that even though I had approved certain people I'd sit there and watch it with them to see you know kind of what they're about they would get because of the algorithms and how they draw you into more videos mm-hmm. they would start following and watching other videos I hadn't given them right because acc- it was I decided so easy to. it was so easy so um, and just excuse me some of the attitudes that they were developing watching yeah. it i was like okay well
1: and even some of the attitudes that i noticed with our girls when we were videoing and doing our right. cultivate oh, life Ari,
0: okay so now they will do their own vlogs it's really funny <laughs> they have this old like vivitar camera that's like their uh, <laughs> yeah. can it's probably canon i remember yeah. vivitar from my days <laughs> but it's it's this camera that they will record their own closed circuit, which means they don't go anywhere, they don't get uploaded. No. But they'll still do vlogs. And yeah. Ari has this vlog voice. She's like, Okay guys, you know, and if you go back and listen to her podcast, she's really confident. Yeah. Um, because she's been she practices almost every day. They make yeah. like slime vlogs and they make surprise <laughs> vlogs and they and they they know how to even pretend situations. Like they're not even real situations, but they're act like they're real. Yeah. yeah. But um back back to okay so i'm thinking you know about how we're having new technology we're having new avenues to engage with this technology we're having new creators you know because the ability to become famous or popular is crazy different than it used to be and i think we have to we have to move with that right like we have to move we can't just stay stuck and um i want to hold that intention with n- taking care of our mental health as well as being cautious as to what we're in- engaging with like mm-hmm. and the the um, me- i guess mental health really involves it all because we have um the idea that social media is that you can have thousands of friends and be interacting with them all the time Yeah. that you can be constantly taking in all these podcasts, all these, you know, YouTubers that you can constantly be taking in all this information and engaging in with this audience and just all this information constantly. We have that, that we're really evaluating. Is that good? Is that not good? How much is good? How much is not good? How much is good for our kids? You know, and I think as a yeah. society, we're all figuring that out together. And then on the other hand, you have this really positive idea that technology is good. I mean, I'd sent Nathan an article I read that was fascinating about um, how the printing press changed the world, how yeah. Gutenberg's printing press changed the world. And what I'm I'm looking at that going, you know, what that did for literacy. I mean, this article was going through what it did for the ability for your common uh person to have access to information was just astronomical right that before that the idea of knowing what was going on news-wise wasn't really an option uh the accuracy in um dis- in sending information beyond you so scientists uh, people that what uh, they'd said it always had been like a one-man show and then after the printing press it was able to be accurately kept so mm. other people could build build upon those ideas right <coughs> and so that created such exponential growth mm-hmm. Um, one of the huge ways um, Martin Luther you know the big story of him mm. nailing his thesis I mean that's dramatic and great but the reality was they were able to print it and get it out there Whereas before then, the church was able just to quash
1: anybody else that
0: came up against them, where the printing press gave so much power to um, information being released into the general public. So all of those things were not bad. And it was what we're talking about now, the acceleration and the um, growth of information to people. Right, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's very similar concept. So, I what's your thoughts on that?
1: I think the difference is, um, kind of in just in as you're talking, a few thoughts came to my mind. I think you need to draw the the separation between. So there's technology, which is all encompassing, all of the vent, all of the avenues, right? And then you have social media, which this is this is going somewhere, so bear with me. Okay. You have social media, which even the designers of social media platforms do not allow their kids to be on it. Which shows, which to me is huge. Like you see interviews with all the founders, Facebook to all the technical like uh, engineers behind it all. Yeah. Uh, It's fascinating because they don't let their kids. They're like, oh, yeah, no, never. Um, So that shows something. Two, they're free, which means you're the product, not the thing you're taking in. I think
0: that's the biggest thing that... Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, let, me, hold on. let me finish Sorry. my Sorry. Sorry.
1: my thought. So two, that's the other thing, like you were saying. It's just this access to more, like with our girls. They're watch one, and then algorithms, boom, pop up something else, boom, consume, consume, consume. That means you're the product, not the thing you're actually consuming. So what I – the difference, I would say, from, like, the printing press to modern is I would look at things like Ustream – you stream what's the educational one that you Curiosity yeah. Scream, stream.
0: <laughs> Scream. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different so, channel.
1: Curiosity stream um, is one. Mm-hmm. Those platforms where you have to purchase and only certain things are on those platforms, like educational stuff like that, to me is is intentional in what that platform is for. Does that make sense? So that's where I would look at it as me as a human. If I am, I have to be more intentional in uh, what I'm like trying to get that access, which would be very similar to like the printing press. You have to be intentional in number one, printing, but number two, finding what you're printing. Whereas I think social media is, it, it can't even, it can't even be compared to the town squares Because um, you have access to so many more voices than even a town square would have. And even a town square, the things that were important in the town square were important to your community.
0: Well, and I think in the town square, if someone pipes up and it's Crazy Lou, you're like, that's just Crazy Lou. You don't have to pay attention to him. Whereas now... It's like, is that crazy, but do you, Lou? No, but do you see what I'm <laughs> is saying? Is that grandma? Who is that?
1: But do you see what I'm saying? That it's... It, it. On social media, people can be out there influencing whoever, wherever, with whatever content that has no actual value to my life in the town right, square. Right, and that's...
0: Okay, so throwing... I guess because I'm getting confused by the town square analogy. Because um, that's what... That's what I know Twitter, that's what they that's said. What they I know say. that's what they said. But I yeah. guess I'm talking about for you and me personally. I'm not talking about the big ol, bigger oh, political picture. Okay. Okay. So, um, I see what you're saying. So I guess, okay. So I here's all the real problems. Ask me a better question. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> here's some very real problems with social media and the internet, okay? So we have comparison. Um, you have that Instagram study showing that teenage girls that are at higher risk for suicide or self harm, right? Yep. Yep. You have data mining. It's a huge deal. Yep. Okay. Um, that See, you're going global, though. Hold on. My answers were global. Um, privacy breaching with that. Like, not... I mean, the, the ads, man. The ads. Yeah. Um, free speech violations with the censors coming in and saying, you know, it's hate speech or that's... Um, what were you telling me? That the um, Heart Association was Yeah. Canceled? You American, don't have to go into the story, but... American
1: Heart Association was...
0: OK. And then also yeah. what we are talking about with um, the algorithms yeah. on uh, social media with behavior control, like how that influences your behavior and they know how to influence your behavior because of data mining. OK. Right. All of that we're going to throw out because we all know that okay. I don't want to talk about that.
1: You know, what's funny. Hold on. I don't think everyone knows that.
0: I think people are getting an idea.
1: They're getting an idea, but I'm shocked at how many people when I say, oh yeah, I saw you didn't open my email. Well, it's kind of like- They're a, like,
0: what? It's kind of like Alexa, right? <laughs> like, Just that whole concept has always been like, oh, I don't know about that. But I mean, not to go crazy conspiracy right now, but basically to say that we there is actual things that we have sold- for access to these free pro, free quotation mark programs, right? Yeah. And so that's the the concept we're all having to face right now. How many years into this? 10, 15 years into all of this right. where it's been studying us for that long. Right. Um, okay. So we're not going to focus on that. We are going to focus on um, how basically the, the, all the information – All the information coming at us all the time how overwhelming that can be Mm -hmm. and how we create space in our life so that we can live in such a way where we don't feel constantly pressured by um, continual input yeah so we have our phones we have our emails we have information online that we feel like we need to know all of Um, we have social media where we want to keep up on all thousand friends that we've made. Hold
1: on. I want to speak into that. So, you look at, I I think, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this, but it's the idea that we were not designed to be in community with more than about 100 people. I think that's even
0: pretty high.
1: I'm saying that's high. Um, That's the highest. But with that, what I mean is... That is not how our brains were desi- designed. You look at even, uh, you know, Jesus, he had these, you know, one or two offs with 5,000 people, 10,000 people. But the majority of his group, what, roughly 72, I think it was, 60 something. Mm-hmm. Um, and 12 close. And 12. And, and really then, close. And then three, extremely close. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the other <clears throat> that's the other issue with Facebook with these social media platforms Twitter, Instagram is they're designed for more influence than what your brain was actually it, what your brain is capable of sifting through and managing. And
0: that's what I want to talk about is how we are trying to do something that's pretty unnatural to our abilities as people or um even if we feel like we're handling it well th- that it's rewiring how we're interacting with the world and is that even a, a good thing? and it's not
1: here's the deal though it's rewiring it worse like it's it, well yes. that's the
0: question is yeah. it a good thing that you are you know ha- that's that do you under- I made that a question and Re- you kind yeah. of turned it into a statement
1: <clears throat> no it's it's bad <laughs> It's bad. Like that it's it is But why good.
0: is it bad? I mean you're stating these things so emphatically mm-hmm. but we're we're having a breezy because conversation of, and I feel like you're having a thesis.
1: It's bad because you look at the anxiety like all of the studies coming out dealing with anxiety, dealing with mental health as a result of all of these influences coming into our brain, and people are not feeling more connected. They're feeling more disconnected. They're feeling more anxious. Why are we addicted to social media? It's because that, that'll be my fix. That'll be the thing. And then, okay, when phones are taken away, like when someone is <clears throat> put into a mental hospital, they don't have access to phones, they go even more crazy because they're like, I need that Is that I just a story you made up? No. It's in... It's... Um, it was in the... <laughs> so there's the one article you had sent me, mm-hmm. and then there's some other stuff that I've been looking at dealing with, like, f- Facebook. The other one was the documentary we watched dealing with um, just that, that addiction. Right. And
0: I, I, I'm not and arguing so, with you. I guess no, I what...
1: So with so what I mean by all like what I'm saying with all of that, and yes, I'm being emphatic because we have diluted ourselves so well that we're good at multitasking. We're good at dealing with all of these things. When we're not, our brains are not designed to do well, it. Well,
0: and I think even when our brains are desperately crying out for the space, <laughs> not even fi- hold on. When, Sorry, when we're our brains are desperately crying out for space, or when our day gives us that space, we're filling it with picking up our phone and doing tasks or getting lost online or answering an email or texting someone back or engaging with some random person over something we have an opinion on instead of giving ourselves that space, Well, right? Like we're not even allowing ourselves space when we actually have it because we feel that need that we don't know how to be with ourselves.
1: It's that and we don't know how to be with our loved ones. So the other mm-hmm. people that are st- screaming out is our loved ones, those closest right. to us, not on, not loved ones on a screen, right? actual loved ones who are near us. And that's the other thing is we, it, our brains are so chaotic because we're not actually dealing with anything. We're masking all of the things that... You're I'm like, just so frustrated. I, I know you are. You're I'm taking so a soapbox. So you're taking I, yeah. a soapbox
0: stand, and I was really hoping for this to be more of a like, no. could you consider? No, you, know you what? think about? And you're going full soapbox because
1: it's so frustrating. I mean, it, I think it's frustrating. Here's why. Number one, I look at my daughter and the anxiety that she struggles with, and it's frustrating to me. Not on her side, but because of all of the voices that are are speaking into that and then you and i we run a relationship ministry that's what we do what? so we constant we are we are face to face with people who struggle with deep anxiety and it's like okay you know what some like you okay sometimes you hey you got to pull back on this have you tried this this is well no i i need to, i need this and it's like i I just, so, yes, I am taking an emphatic stance because I am I am tired of it. Not tired, like, right. dealing with it with other people, but tired of, like, the effect that I am seeing it have Relation, on people. More relational yes. effect,
0: yes. You, know, you remember that book I read? It was called... Um something with myspace it was back in 2008
1: i've been with you 17 years you made me a passionate person this
0: is your <laughs> fault uh,
1: i was a docile
0: oh teddy gosh, bear when yeah. i met you're you you're raging on the inside I know.
1: um okay
0: so it was this book and it was when when myspace first came out and it was this um sociologist and she was talking about the effect that that had on our brain even <laughs> even back then with myspace okay so um And what what she outlined is the idea that our relationships were going through this um, process in which we were connecting with people based on social bridging rather than actual relationship. And so the social bridging is, hey, you and I both like the same musician, therefore we are connected. And, and so it's this false idea of intimacy. Well, then we have a good. It's single dimensional intimacy. Right. Okay. So you have a bunch of years that go by, and the idea of just has even more grown even more intense that the social bridging, this idea of relationship, um, has been really relegated to um, shallow, really shallow concepts as well as not accountability. Like I was talking about earlier, like I want interaction without any kind of commitment. Right. And so it's really this false intimacy that we think that we are benefiting from. But when in actuality it's isolating us, I would even even go further.
1: I would even go a step further. It's a false um, sense of like for those, uh, even those who don't aren't looking for intimacy, but looking to be, right on subjects it's a false conversation because you're not able to look someone in the eyes and say hey here's my thought here's my opinion what's your opinion and see how that affects each other it's these it's these monologues on
0: and more than looking somebody in the eye it's if i'm sitting down with a friend and they're telling me their opinion on something i'm gonna I'm gonna to listen to them for a few reasons um, and I'm going to actually desire to hear their opinion more than just letting my voice be heard you know like if someone's a friend of mine I care about them outside mm-hmm. of their opinion on something whether it's a <coughs> political issue or you know whatever it is I, I yeah. care about them as a person and I have grace for them because I know them whereas if yeah. you don't know that person you don't have any grace for them you don't care you just want to tell them they're wrong and move along And I think it
1: goes back to your social bridging because they're not a part of the single dimension that I'm in. My single dimension is conservative Christian. They're not a conservative Christian. So I'm going to have my checklist of defenses and reasons why they're wrong because they're not in my social bridge of conservative Christian.
0: Okay, so we've established there's problems, right?
1: (laughs) I don't know. You just made me angsty now all day.
0: So... How do we find center again with our time and attentions? So as Christians, what do we use to anchor us? What do we use as a roadmap to bring us back to a place of, um, not just, well, I want to spend more time on my, or less time on my phone, but what is really our anchor as we move forward? Cause it's only going to get, we're only going to have more tech in our life. So what do we use to almost, um. And anchor us down to a place of health, mentally, relationally, all of those things, so that that we can live healthy, full lives, and still acknowledge the fact that we live in a tech-filled world, and that's that's not going away.
1: I think you have to. Um... Okay my gut reaction to that question is first of all get off social media and, and pay attention to those <laughs> my... close to you no i'm like i said that's my like you know right but genuinely what you have to do as an individual is ask god what his his desire is for you um and i don't mean excuse me you have to you it is a It's easy to use the excuse, yeah, but I found this one Christian song on social media, or I found this one Bible verse on social media, or I found this whatever it is, but seeking genuine intimacy. If I only had a Facebook relationship with you, our relationship would only be the things that I have um, compiled to show you the best parts of me. Right real relationship takes mess takes time time yeah and so i think with that and what i mean like my gut reaction is get off social media just take like honestly just take a break take a seven seven day break to seek out god not to not to i don't here's the deal you think of any habit you ha- right, you
0: do have to break the habit. I understand that. I think what I'm thinking of is I think being realistic with yourself that you can't have a relationship with a few thousand people. Even Facebook or Instagram or any of those social media people know know that, and that's why the algorithms are set so you see the same few people over and over again so that you actually inter- interact. Because if you just saw your feed was filled with all your thousand friends— it, it it would be too... You need not know the, that it wouldn't it's, engage you as much.
1: But also, no, the algorithm is going to push you towards people who are more popular.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: That is what the algorithm's doing. It's always going to be putting in front of you people who have more influence.
0: Okay. It's so,
1: not a genuine, like, oh, these are the four people No, no, are-
0: I'm not saying that it is, because I get random people that would pop up there. But I guess what I'm trying to communicate is you know the idea of a leave for seven days and evaluate i think that's good but i think also being able to think about when we get overwhelmed with relationship when we get stressed out by information input by people needing us you know what is it that you know so what is it jesus modeled when he was in the crowds, when he was feeding the 5,000, when he was doing all that stuff, he modeled going away, spending time with the Father, praying, yeah. seeking his voice. And then the other thing Jesus did is he was he was led all the time by the will of the Father. And I think that, you know, we have this, this ministry, this small ministry, that actually would benefit from social media. But upon asking the Lord, you know, we felt like we should not engage in certain areas of it. There's other... People that are really have wide reaching audiences who feel like they need to stay in those platforms to be able to have a voice and 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 be a presence there, which is good as well. And so I don't think it's as simple as just get off everything. No, no, no.
1: And that's so I, I guess my what I was what I was talking through was like a first step. Take hey, Just take take a right. take a, a take moment. A minute, yeah. Take a minute. Step off just to hear from god that and that's what the reasoning was hear from god you're exactly right our ministry we know specifically that god has asked us to stay off other ministries have been god's told them to stay on this is your influence this is your you know but all of that has to be done not on social media Not taking a popular poll or a quiz. It's going, God, in your alone time with you and him, with a physical Bible and you just being quiet with maybe worship music. God, what's your desire? What's your plan? But with that, you also have to be recognizing where is it you're struggling? Because if you struggle with people's approval if you struggle feeling less than about yourself if you struggle not feeling with not feeling important or you struggle with you know well what if if okay if I do get off social media what will this person think of me who then you can't make right. you cannot make spirit-led decisions if you're worried about what other people right. will say think or do because of your on or off social media because if you're scared of what people will do well, God's telling me to be on social media. Well, then you're going to have voices going, well, I don't know. I think you need to be off like I do, <laughs> right? But then if others are like, hey, I think you need to be on. And you're like, oh, I feel like God's telling me to, to get off. Well, no, that's you have a you have a voice. I really like your posts. That one post that you did about that one Bible verse really changed the outlook of my day that one time. Well, then I should probably stay on and keep doing that. No. What is it God is asking you to do? And that's what I'm saying. To and, take and a I, season to pull back.
0: Right. And with that also, you know, the we were talking about the idea of parenting this this tech generation. One of the questions I'm always asking myself, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, it is a struggle within myself. I am trying to be um, active and reflective and honest about is what am I modeling them to them? You know, how am I modeling my behavior with technology because really whether or not they have access to phones they're going to remember and they're going to reflect what they learned and um, and like, like I was telling you earlier I don't believe tech is bad but I do notice this is something I've really thought a lot about is I used to read all the time all my spare minutes I would be reading a book so if I was like eating food alone or if I was <laughs> in the car alone or whatever I would have a book with me and I'd be reading it and in the last years, I've not been that way because I have my phone with me and it's just easier to hop on social media or it's easier to text somebody back or read an email or do something like that, right? And so you look at your screen time and you're like, oh, my gosh, how did I get all those hours in my day that I was doing that? And the reality is that we do have more time than we think we do. We've just been kind of giving it away to these um, thoughtless habits and I think that instead of doing things that refresh us we're doing things that are causing more anxiety more information overload more feelings of um, inadequacy or um, feeling you know left out whatever the the Mm -hmm. feelings are that that it's bringing instead of using those those moments to um, capture back our day in other ways or just letting them go to these other things yeah
1: well and I, w- I would say for myself so this is my own experience my own story is since getting off social media like i i think i've said i you know my uh the the area the enemy uh tends to tempt me with is feeling unimportant or um uh not valuable and so getting off social media i no longer have those voices In my head like well that ministry is bigger than yours that one has more influence than yours that one has more followers than yours now (laughs) i'm able to deal with actual conflict that i have right like uh you and i were talking the other day about there's certain things that i still struggle with of either this person or feeling devalued over here or with this but it's actually people in my life things that i don't want to say that i have control over but like actual impact on Where it's like, okay, I'm actually able to deal with those relationships now rather than add on top of that my personal relationships with all of the other voices coming into my brain with all of these other feeds that that come in with Instagram, social, you know, all of that. I'm actually able to deal with those issues. And I think that's the other thing is... (sighs) We get overwhelmed by social media. We get overwhelmed by what we think, and I think you said it, these things that have a semblance of peace attached to them, like checking out, like right, what you said. Right. But it's not, it's, it's, a- not it's only peace. adding, it's only that's, adding and that's to the noise. That's my point is
0: that instead of getting peace, when we can get peace, we get more chaos. Right. And that we have to be intentional about grabbing those moments of peace through our day. And I'm not dictating what you're doing with those moments of peace, but I am saying that engaging in more information might not be the most healthy thing. No,
1: in in fact, more information is just going to clutter, clutter so much more, I, just Take so, soapbox, soapbox, uh, soapbox, peace. This is cool jam.
0: Cool jams. Se- jams.
1: <laughs> take ten seconds to look around and how much anxiety is going on in our world today, going around, going on in your community, going on in whatever your family, and look at the anxiety, and just do a quick, um, what what is it called? Uh, uh, not an analysis. A quick uh.
0: You made it. I lost it as well.
1: You know, you know what I'm saying, though? In, like ch-
0: intake?
1: Intake form? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, and look, just see. Okay, what, are, what is our family struggling with? Why, why is our daughter able to cope a week ago, but then today is not able to cope? Or what, whatever it is for you. And recognize you have just in your natural day, in your natural schedule, things that will cause stress. Things that will cause anxiety. I feel like it's overused, But anyways, things that have pressure on your family. Now, add on to that. Anytime you want to have peace, you don't actually deal with those things. You just check out in other areas Mm -hmm. of getting more information. And that is what I'm saying with... If you want peace in your mind, if you want peace in your relationships, if you want peace in your family, you have to deal with things. And you
0: have to be intentional.
1: That's what I mean. You have to right. deal with it. You have to be intentional with it. You have to actually talk and have conversations.
0: <sighs> and I do think that all of the the free quotation marks stuff we're getting nowadays, we need to be we need to not be naive that it does cost something and what Is it costing us? You know, I mean, even back in the day when we were setting up our ministry, we had to decide what social media networks we were actually going to be on because it costs more time, right? Every time you commit to one, you're spending that much more time engaging with it. And so I guess there's more ways than just data mining that things that these new, this new tech is costing us something, even though Mm -hmm. it's saying it's free. What is it? Mm Costing us. when it's oh
1: my goodness. Okay,
0: don't don't go into a tirade. We need to wrap this up. I know.
1: I'm just
0: this subject bugs me
1: so much. Because,
0: why does I guess one one last question? Why does it bug you so much?
1: Here's why: is okay. Like I said, I I struggled with it. Trust me, I struggled with it like a year ago when we when we had started getting off, and I I was really upset with God about getting off right well, before yeah, our launch. You're launching your book, yeah. Right? Um, but in the year in the year of getting like you were saying, of, of removing myself from that, that access. Number one, the biggest key that I've seen in my life is I'm able to be present with my immediate relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm able to be present. I'm not looking for a photo or looking for an opportunity Mm-hmm. To be able to post online, yeah, I'm able to actually sit down with my daughter and play stupid games or draw or whatever we do and just have fun with her right. and not just like worried about, oh no, am I gonna get a post for today? Am I gonna get a photo for today? am I whatever it is, right? Again, just that constant anxiety. And I think the freedom that i've I've experienced in that, that's what I want for others and I'm it, it goes back to, the things that we see people genuinely struggling with. And there's really simple things that will start to undermine the stress you're feeling. Undermine? Yeah, like undermine stress.
0: I guess it's two negatives.
1: Does that make, does that make sense so like though? It, yeah, it, that would alleviate like the stress. Ele- alleviate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To alleviate some stress. And it's frustrating to see... I think it's frustrating to be like to see that not taking place yeah but again
0: but i like i said yeah. it takes a conscious effort yeah um a really small example is i actually don't like videoing everything even if it's a special moment because i want to be engaged in the moment that's exactly what i mean right not and looking for the Oh, okay hey this was you, fun huh? you might not have that memory saved forever but is it really a memory if you're you know, not, not living there. it yourself. Yeah. yeah, you know, is it it's really we, valuable? It's why, <laughs>
1: it's why when we would take family vacations, we would be so upset at you because you had your camera.
0: This well, is what you was were doing when photography. I had my photography business.
1: But it's the same idea. It's like, hey, be here. <laughs> Stop <laughs> taking my photo and actually go I swim. I feel with like me. I
0: deserve a pass because I was trying to run a photography business that God didn't
1: ask you to run. <laughs>
0: Hey, that is not time nor place. (laughs) This is not... (laughs) Oh my gosh, neither here nor there. Anyways. Yeah?
1: I'm done.
0: I mean, I'm not done. I
1: I can say so many
0: more things. Feel happy with all the words?
1: No, I I have so many more words. Okay, so
0: we're going to just tune him out. And um, what I want to leave you with is just the idea that... um, we should not let technology happen to us. I think that if we do that, then we are not doing our kids a service, um, especially if you're around Nathan of my age, because you have the you have the gift of not always having it in your life. Yeah. So, being able to help our kids navigate this world and not not put them in a cardboard box, you know, away from everything, but being able to teach them how to have wisdom so things don't have to just happen to them because the idea that we're raising a generation that can't cope without getting a text back immediately that Mm -hmm. that's not healthy that's not good and i think for us to lead them out of that we have to be honest with ourselves first yeah are we engaging in our environment because we're asking them to do something we're not willing to do i mean they're taking it to the extreme yeah but I mean in some some ways I know why I do it. When I'm just overwhelmed and want to get away, I that's my method of escape. Right. And right. so I think just going into this realizing that we have to be wise and that we have to be honest with ourselves if we're going to be um t- to 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 find healthy balance in, in this technological world. So that's it. That's my
1: Yeah, and I would say one off. one last thing I I do wanna say is no you have to know that you are absolutely loved and accepted by a living God who has has nothing but good for you. And if you're trying to get that that acceptance or that love or that attention anywhere else, it's always going to leave you feeling less than. Right. And you're going to have to do more and be more for people than what God expects of you and what you can actually handle yourself. And so... I think that's the heart all of this comes out of is
0: yeah we want you to have real relationship and we want our kids to have real relationship you know like we we don't just want social bridges in their life we want them to actually engage in good healthy deep relationship and we want that for ourselves as well and so what is keeping that keeping that from us right right
1: Right. all right guys Thanks for listening to me rant. <laughs>
0: He's going to have to go take a walk, I think. Go yeah, do something. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All
1: right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>